unfolding hidden mysteries. Communion does not give eternal life. It is the blood of Jesus. So as you accept him and you accept the finished work of Christ on the cross, you will have eternal life. Teaching the truth, God's word. We don't understand the Bible by our mind. We understand the Bible by our spirit. That is why no matter how education you have acquired, you cannot interpret the Bible. It takes the Holy Ghost. Bringing you closer to God. Who has spoken unto your life? Is it God? If it is God, then I came to assure you that he will watch his word and perform it in your life. Welcome to Prophet Victor's podcast. We believe that this message will encourage you and position you to be closer to God. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy this message. God bless you. God bless you. Once again, we have come into the presence of God and we want to share the word of God. Last week, I started something entitled today that know they are called, which I want to finish today. You cannot know God outside the word of God. Neither can you hear the voice of God outside his word. That is why Bible tells us to judge prophecy. How do we judge prophecy? We don't judge prophecy about how we feel about the man of God. We don't judge prophecy about how the man of God looks like or where he comes from. If God could use donkey to speak to a prophet, then it doesn't matter where you come from or where your background is or your education level. God can use you to speak to kings. But in our time and in our era, when God gives a word, we look at the person who is a carrier of the word. And so instead of people receiving the word of God, they look at the person who carries the word. And so they despise the person, then therefore they despise the word. And therefore the word cannot become fruitful in their lives because they despise the word. So people even despise their pastor. People go to church and they count the errors that their pastor makes, the English that he speaks. Today, pastor made this statement, it was a wrong statement. No, 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 no. You don't have to look at the person. Look at the vessel, the God that is speaking through the vessel. It is not about the English. I know a pastor who has never stepped classroom before. He never understand English, yet his members are doing so well. People under him are traveling to all over the world. You see, so it doesn't matter who is speaking to you. What matter is the word that is coming to you. And so the Bible said that Jesus is the word. And so in other words, they that know their word, they shall be strong and do exploit. All right, so we continue and we realize that in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 10, Jesus did mighty exploits through the word. He defeated the devil through the word. The Bible says, having disarmed the principalities and power, make a public spectacle of them openly. So the defeat of the Satan was not in a certain chamber. The Bible said, open, open. So Jesus brought the devil in a public where everybody was passing and he disarmed him. He took his weapon. He took the weapon of the devil. That is what the Bible said. He walked above, rolling like a lion, but he's not a lion. The devil cannot bite a toothless devil, a defeated foe. That is the kind of person we are fighting with. So last time I was sharing with one friend of mine and I said that devil is not powerful, but devil is wise. He's very smart because he has been there from the beginning. So he is very smart, but he is not powerful. That is why Paul said, 
be not ignorant of his devices. So anytime that you become ignorant, the devil plays smart on you. So the only thing that can make you overcome the devil is to refuse to become an ignorant person. Refuse to become a Christian without information of the word of God. A Christian with the void of the word of God is a powerless Christian. What gives us power is the word of God. What gives us authority to walk in supernatural is the word of God. You can be prayerful, but without the word, your prayer cannot amount to anything. For prayer to be effective, it must be based on the word of God. For example, if you are praying for a business or you are praying for your finances, what has God said concerning your finances? That is what we should be looking at. And through that, you stand on what God has said concerning your finances and you begin to war a warfare. The Bible said Christ became poor that we might be rich. So when you go to God, thank God for riches of God in the name of Jesus. I am rich. Many people go to church and they pray amiss. They pray, oh God, any spirit that is holding my marriage, how can a spirit hold your marriage? We pray in ignorance. And so that is why we pray and pray and pray and we do not receive results. And so Jesus defeated the devil through the word of God. The Bible said God in Psalm 138 verse 2. He has exalted his word above him. God is bound by his word. God cannot ignore his word. So anytime that you quote God by his word, he has no option than respond. In marriage, what bounds the husband and the wife is a ring. So the reason why a husband or a wife cannot go outside to have an affair is the ring. The ring has bound them together. God has bound himself by his word. In the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The word of God is living and active. The word is not a dead word. That is why you can't say, oh, this word is past. So people say that the days of manas are over. No, as long as it's the word of God, it is living and active. The word of God is always active. So anytime that you speak the word, you are producing life into a dead situation. Why? Because the word liveth. It is living and active. So what God told Moses is still active now. What God told Jesus is still active now. What God told the disciple is still active now. What Paul said to his disciple is still active now. Paul said that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The same word is active in your time. It will work in your time if you proclaim it. It will operate in your life if you proclaim claim it. The Bible said that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That word is active. That word is still operating in the name of Jesus. If you can believe the word of God, if you can proclaim the word of God upon every situation that is dead in your life, life will come in. I declare and I speak over your life. Whatever in your life that seems dead in your finances that seems dead up. Anything that seems dead in your life, I speak life into it. In the name of Jesus, I declare forth life. Let life come into your finances. Let life come into your relationship. Let life come into your business. Let life come into your marriage. Every life, everything in your life that seems dead up, let life come in. In the name 
of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says we are born not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abide forever. We are born of the word. That is why your life can never be miserable. That is why your life cannot be corrupted. Sickness is corruption. Your life should not be corrupted by sickness because your seed is the word and your seed lives. The word of God is living and active. We have something that lives, but that thing is not active. There is something it lives, but that thing is not active. A tree is something that lives, but a tree is not active. Why? Because you cannot ask a tree, go do this for me. It is standing at one place, but the word of God is active. It can go anywhere. It can send the word. That is what the Bible said. I send my word and come to you and heal your disease and deliver you from all your distraction. The other time, the centurious man said, God, I don't deserve that, that you come to my roof, but send your word tonight. I send the word of God into every situation in the name of Jesus. I speak life, I send the word your marriage, I send the word the relationship, I send the word your academics, I send the word into your finances I speak God receive life, receive an overflow, receive strength some of you, your prayer life has gone down, I send the word of God into your prayer life, some of you your life, your Christian life has been ups and down there will be a revival in your prayer life, in the name of Jesus Christ. If you want to be so strong in discernment, study the word. The Bible says, discern the thoughts. If you study the word of God more, nobody can lie to you. That is why when somebody comes and suggests a business contract with you, immediately you have to discern. He said, it discerns. But he said, sharper than two-edged sword. The word sharper in Greek means tomatoros, which means that which cut one stroke. In other words, when you go and stand, for example, those farmers, when you go to farm, there are some trees. When your machete is very sharp, you cut it once, zoom, then you cut it. The Bible said the word of God is sharper, which means it said that which cut one stroke. So when you go and you say, you poverty, go and cut poverty once, bah! The word of God does not negotiate. The word of God cut once. I don't know which situation in your life speak the word of god it will cut at once if i come to your life and i declare you cancerous spirit go at once the word of god cuts the cancer it is time for us to walk in the word it is time for us to believe the word it is time for us to absorb the word it is time for us to spend time in the word all that we need is in the word. The Bible said that he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness according to the knowledge. So with that knowledge, you cannot enjoy what God has given to you. Remember, Jesus is the word. The book of John, chapter 6, verse 26 to 29. He said, labor not for the meat that perish, but the meat that do not perish. Labor not for the things of the world. Our labor must be 
in the word each and every day you are laboring in the word how do you labor you are searching scriptures looking at what god is saying concerning that situation labor not until they meet that perish but the one that do not perish jesus said search the scripture for in them ye think you have eternal life for they are they that testify of me then he said unto him what must we do that we may work the works of god and jesus answered this is the work of god that you may believe on him that God has sent. The people were asking. So when he said labor, he was thinking there is a special work that we have to do to obtain God's favor or to please God. What can we do to please God? What must we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus said, this is the work of God. That you may believe the labor that Jesus was saying is not something to do with work. It is something to do with belief. Labor to believe. That's what the Bible said in Hebrews chapter 4. It's a labor into his rest. It's a day that believe has entered into his rest. Then he continues saying, labor that you may enter into his rest. So you labor to believe. Which means there are so many times that doubt will come into your mind. But make sure that you are standing on the word of God and rebuke those negative thoughts that come to you. No matter what you feel, no matter what happened to you, you still say that I believe. It doesn't matter what happened around me. I believe. Labor. Then he said that this is the work of God. This is what you're supposed to do. But believing on him that God sent who? Jesus he is the word. So Jesus said, the work he is expecting you to do is to believe in him. Is to believe in the word. If the word tells you jump, you better jump. If the word tells you sit, you better sit. Revelation is not a problem of the new creation. But doing it, doing it. Because all of us, we know that God said, bring you tight to the house. That there will be enough fruit that he will rebuke the devourer for our sake. Yet, people take their salary, spend all, and they go to go praying, God rebuke the devourer. It is your tithe that rebuke the devourer, not your prayer. And so, people will not pay their tithe. Yet, they know it is your responsibility to pay. God is not forcing you. But when you pay your tithe, it helps you as a Christian. God has said, don't be equally yoked with unbeliever. A lady or a guy has gone to meet a handsome guy who is unbeliever. And he has come to God and he pray, no God, this is my husband. Change him, change him. So God said, don't go for unbeliever. Go for believers. We know the word, but we don't do the word. We understand the word, but we don't practice the word. We read the word, but we don't allow the word to work in our lives the bible said in hebrews is that the word was preached unto us even as unto them but the word profited them not because they did not mix it with faith the word the word of god cannot profit you unless you mix the word with faith when the word of god came to abraham abraham was past age but abraham the bible said he staggered not with unbelievers but he, he stood on his feet and believed that he that has promised him is able to perform it. Who has spoken unto your life? Is it God? If it is God, then I came to assure you that he will watch his word and perform it in your life. Jesus was talking to them about the bread. He said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth, he that believeth, he that believeth. So our problem is to believe. As you hear the word, you take a step. What does God say concerning your word? 
Hallelujah. He said, he that cometh, I want you to take note. He said, he that believeth. He said, the word that cometh down from heaven. When you eat, you will never be hungry. Neither will you be thirsty. Then they said, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said, I am the bread. The bread I am talking about is myself. It is me. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. You see, Jesus was talking about eating my flesh and drinking my blood. This is not talking about communion. This has nothing to do with communion. I know someone is asking me, "Eh, Pastor, what do you mean by that? He said, I will offer my flesh to the world. Listen. So he was talking about his death, not communion. It is beyond that. This one is beyond communion. He said, I will offer my body to the world. Do the world take communion? No. If the world do not take communion, and Jesus is saying that I will offer my body to the world, then Jesus is not talking about communion. He's talking about offering his body for it to be crucified, that at the end of the crucifixion, we that believe in him will have eternal life. He said, believe. From the start, he said, believe. Now, when you go to this place, he said, you shall eat, 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 swallow, receive it in. So when you receive him in you, the Bible said, you will have eternal life. Hallelujah. So he said, his, my body is the one you are going to eat. So as this one, he was talking to the disciple or the Pharisees. So when you believe Jesus, it's at the same time that you have eaten his body and you have drink his blood. If Jesus is saying that if you drink his blood and eat his flesh, he raised you from the dead. Part of the thief that was on the cross, he didn't take communion, but he went to heaven. Part of that one. So what Jesus was talking about is beyond communion. He's talking about faith in him. We believing in him, having faith in him. So after he talked about these things, the people began to withdraw. They said, how can we eat your flesh? When Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees, he always speaks in Proverbs, you should know. So this one was a proverb. So saying that you eat not necessarily means you have to come and eat his flesh or you have to go and take communion before you have internal life. No, communion does not give internal life. It is the blood of Jesus. So as you accept him and you accept the finished work of Christ on the cross, you will have internal life. He was talking about the finished work, not communion. So the people began to withdraw because they did not understand him. It is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. In other words, what I was speaking to you, I was speaking by the spirit. So if you want to understand what I'm saying, it will take the Holy Ghost to understand. Your flesh cannot comprehend. Your real understanding cannot comprehend. That is why the Bible said the carnal mind do not understand the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned. It is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. We don't understand the Bible by our mind. We understand the Bible by our spirit. That is why no matter how education you have acquired, you cannot interpret the Bible. It takes the Holy Ghost. To understand the Bible is not in a Bible school. That is why Greek and Hebrew, they are all important, but they alone cannot understand the mind of God. You need the Holy Ghost. People want to go to Bible school so that when they come, they call Hebrew meaning of this, Hebrew that. No, 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 no. If Holy Spirit is teaching you the Bible, it's more understandable than using the Greek and the Hebrews. He said, it is the Spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. 
the words that are speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words I speak unto you, it is the spirit. So anytime that you speak the word of God, you are speaking spirit and you are speaking life. The word and spirit and their life. I am dispatching spirit. I am dispatching life. That is why anytime that you go to church and you feel so down, after you listen to the word of God, you see that you have revived. Yet the words you are receiving, they are spirit. They are life. It carry life. It carry life. It is the spirit that quickened. The faith profited nothing. The words I speak unto you. Your spirit. It's about believing. Speaking forth the word of God. The Bible said, and the spirit entered into me. When he spoke unto me. And got me on my feet. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. The word carry power. The word is powerful. It is living. It is spirit. It is life. Never underestimate the word of God. Devote time. Know the word of God. Study the word of God. As you study the word, you began to know God. You began to understand how God speaks. Know the word. The spirit. It is the spirit that quickens it. So he said, when you take my body and you eat it, you will have life. It means when you swallow the word of God in your spirit, you become life. The more the word, the more life you become. So eating his flesh means eating the word. Eat the word each and every day. Devote time. You are eating the word. You take your Bible. King James is here. Amplify is here. NLT is here. Then you are studying the word of God. You are studying it. You are studying it. You are studying it. He knew who they were and who would believe him and who would betray him. So what Jesus was talking about is not a matter of eating the flesh. It's a matter of believing in him. The Bible said the entrance of his word bringeth life and giveth understanding to the simple. The Bible said the word of God is life today that find it and medicine into their bones. It is life for them that find the word. As you find the word, you find life. That is why it should be daily necessity to read the word of God. Devote time and study the word of God. Read it. Somebody will say, Pastor, but when I read the word of God, I don't understand. Yeah, keep reading it. When you eat, you don't understand how the food makes you grow. It's the same as the word. You don't need to understand how it will make you grow. Just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Some of the information that we are giving you is not something that we just received from God. It's about the word that we have read years back. As you are there, the Holy Spirit just bring out it to your spirit and begin to open the scriptures to you. Then you get deeper understanding. Read the word. Let it be a daily necessity. Each and every day, you are reading it. You are reading it. As you discover the word, you discover God. And as you discover God, you discover yourself. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've been blessed. If you have, kindly share it with somebody. Help us spread the gospel of Christ. Don't just eat. Plant the word in somebody else's life. You can also follow us on YouTube for more of these messages at The Voice of Revival Kabasha. The link is in the description box below. Hit share, hit subscribe. Follow us on podcast too. Thank you for being connected to this ministry. May you bear much fruit. God bless you.